بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله صلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family and his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance to the establishment of the last day to proceed ya ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yirfa' wa min qalbin la yakshar wa min nafsin la tashba' وَمِن دُعَاءٍ لَيُسْمَعَ We seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment and from a dua that goes and answer from a dua that goes and answer to proceed ikhwan فَنُوَاسِلُ مَعَ أُمَّهَاتِنَا وَبَنَاتِنَا وَنِسَائِنَا فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ so we continue with our beloved mothers and our beloved daughters and our beloved sisters in Al-Islam in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid in the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Mustafideen and muta'allimina min ilmi al-aqeedah. Min ilmi al-aqeedah. As we continue in our sisters' class with our mothers and our daughters, and our sisters in Al-Islam generally and the science of belief we had a dars min hadha al-kitab alladhi sammahu as-sahib al-kitab i'rif aqidataki wa i'rif aqidataka and the title of the book that has been authored by the shaykh abdul hamid al-hujuri al-zakari may Allah preserve him he gave it the title learn your belief وصلنا إلى باب معنا العبادة. So we have arrived at the chapter with our sisters and our mothers and our daughters at the chapter the meaning of worship. The meaning of worship. فما تعريف العبادة. So what's the meaning of worship, يا إخوان؟ من يذكرنا به؟ Who can remind us of it? إيش ما تلاه؟ والذي يرد الله سبحانه وتعالى. طيب. عبادته. نعم. هو والذي I'm gonna say in English. Ibadah is a word. Anything that we do that makes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala happy, that's ibadah. Those things that Allah ta'ala is pleased with. من القول والعمل والإيمان الظاهرة والباطنة from all those things that Allah is pleased with or Allah loves and is pleased with from speech and actions and iman كما قال العلماء منهم شيخنا هنا وقبله ابن تيمية وابن قيم رحمهم الله as the scholars of Islam they mention from them the author our Sheikh here before him, Ibn Taymiyyah, Ibn Qayyim and the likes, as they mention, Al-Ibadatu, Ismun Jami'un, Likulli ma yuhibbuhu Allahu wa yaradah, Min al-Mu'taqadati, wal-Aqwali, wal-A'mal al-Zahidati wal-Baqina. As he says, worship is a comprehensive noun that includes everything that Allah loves and everything that Allah is pleased with from belief, and from speech and actions, that which is inner and that which is or that which is apparent and that which is inward are sinful. So perhaps the last hadith that we stopped at was the hadith of Ali, collected by the Imam Muslim Rahimahullah Ta'ala fi Sahih. And this hadith is collected by Imam Muslim in his Sahih 
Hadith number Elfin Watisiatin Watamaniatin Wasabarin. Hadith number one thousand nine hundred and seventy eight. One thousand nine hundred and seventy eight. You sisters write this hadith down. Hadith Elfin Watisiatin Watamanin Wasabarin Indali Mami Muslim. Hadith number one thousand Mada nine hundred and seventy eight. Collected by the Imam Muslim Rahimahullah. Qala qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He said the messenger made the peace and salutations of Allah be upon him He said La'ana Allahu man la'ana walidahu May the curse of Allah be on the one who curses his father or his parents Wa la'ana Allahu man dhabaha li ghayrillah And may the curse of Allah be upon the one Mada who slaughters to other than Allah Wa la'ana Allahu man awa muhdithan and may Allah curse the one who protects an innovator, one who introduces that which is not from Islam, he introduces it in Islam. And may the curse of Allah be upon the one who changes the signposts of the land, he changes the markings of the land. This hadith is authentic and is collected by Imam Muslim. We benefit from this hadith, our beloved sisters and our beloved daughters, our beloved mothers. We benefit here that from the descriptions of Allah is that Allah curses. Allah, may the curse of Allah be upon. May the curse of Allah be upon the one who changes the signs, the signposts, the markings of the land. So we benefit from this hadith that the curse of Allah can befall someone. The curse of Allah can fall upon someone. That Allah Ta'ala can curse. وَكَيْفَ الْعَبْدُ يَلْعَنُ وَالِدَهُ So how can someone curse his parents? الْكَيْفِيَةُ فِي هَذَا الْبَابِ كَيْفِيَةً الْكَيْفِيَةُ فِي هَذَا الْبَابِ كَيْفِيَةً The how here, how can a person curse his parents? This is done in one or two ways. الْأَوَّلْ the first way is that he says to his mother, May the curse of Allah be upon you, Ummi. And we seek refuge with Allah Ta'ala from that. Or he says to his father, May the curse of Allah be upon you, Abi. So he So he curses them. Immediately, face to face. May the curse of Allah be upon you, mother. May the curse of Allah be upon you, father. This is the first way. And the second way. يَلْعَنُوا وَالِدَهُ هُوَ لِأَنَّهُ لَعَنَا وَالِدَهُ The second way is that a person curses the parents of someone else. He says, may your parents be cursed. May your mother be cursed. May your father be cursed. And thus forth, the one that he said that to turns around. You curse my mother, so he curses your mother. So he is the sabab anna al-umma wal-abba yakuna mal'unain. So he is the reason that this person cursed his own mother or his father because he cursed the parents of someone else. So this can be one of two ways. The first way, he curses his own mother or father. May the curse of Allah be on your ummi or abi. Second way, he yalla'anu أَبَوَيْ شَخْصٍ أَخَرٍ أَبَا شَخْصٍ أَخَرٍ أَوْ أُمَا شَخْصٍ أَخَرٍ Second way, 
he curses the parents of someone else. They're arguing. He says, مثلاً, He says, May Allah curse your mother. Then the one that he said that to turns around and says, You curse my mother, may your mother be cursed. So he is the reason that his mother was cursed. Because he cursed someone else's mother. Did they, did they both fight their sin? The one who says it, if that person doesn't deserve that, yes, he gets his sin. So we have to beware of cursing your khwan. If someone curses someone, may the curse of Allah be on you. And the one you curse doesn't deserve to be cursed. What happens, this curse comes back to the one who said. This is extremely dangerous. In the life of a Muslim. But Muslim لا يلعنوا عدة أشياء لا لا يلعنوا هذا وذلك لا لا عليه أن ينتبه. So the Muslim doesn't just curse this and curse that. He doesn't go around cursing. No, not like that, Yaqwan. He has to be aware. But who يلعن أشياء التي تحتاج وتستحق لعنة الله. So the Muslim he curses those things that deserves to be cursed. That's it. If it doesn't deserve to be cursed, then he does not curse it. So we have to beware of the likes of this so the meaning of a curse here is not like many of us think those curse words. Not like that. The curse in Arabic is when you say, May the curse of Allah be upon you. May the curse of Allah be upon you. He has a car and then a car just dies. The engine, the muharrik, yantahi. The engine just dies. The transmission ينتهي, dies. فيقضب من هذا So he's mad, angry. فيلعن سيارته So he curses his car. لعنك الله عليك أو عليك May the curse of Allah be upon you, car. He's trying to get to work, مثلا. فالآن يصل إلى عمله متأخرا So he gets to work late. He has to catch a bus or Uber. Contact one of their brothers. Yeah, yeah, Sheikh Abdullah. And to Mashgul, you can come to Wasiluni Ila Amal. And I say, Yarati Tentahi, Mashallah Ta'ala. La'anah Allah Ta'ala, Allah Hadi Sayyara Matele. So he contacts Sheikh Abdullah. Yeah, Sheikh, how's everything? Are you busy? Hey, can you give me a ride to work? My car just died. May the curse of Allah be on this car. I hate this car. So the Sheikh picks him up. Now he's late. Tayyip. Ida Hadi Sayyara, La Tastahiku Hadi La'ana. So this car, if the car does not deserve to be cursed, what happens? The curse is going to go back to the one who said it. The one that was mad and angry. May the curse of Allah be upon you. If this car doesn't deserve that, the la'ana, the curse, goes back uh, to the one who said it. And there's authentic hadith narrated by Abu Huraira, collected by Muslim, and perhaps it's also in Bukhari. وتبحث عن من يستحق هذه اللعنة إذا لا تجد من يستحق هذه اللعنة ترجع إلى المتكلم أو كما قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام The Messenger of Allah mentions the meaning of the hadith When someone curses someone The curse goes up into the heavens And then the heaven is, is heaven The heavens is opened up for the curse And then a curse looks in the heavens For someone who deserves this curse And if it does not find someone in the heavens Who deserves this curse that curse comes back down to the earth and looks for someone who deserves this curse. 
If it does not find anyone who deserves this curse, then the curse goes back to the one who said it. فَعَلَى الْمُسْلِمَ أَنْ يَنْتَبِهَا So the Muslim has to be aware. الْمُسْلِمْ يَخْوَانْ هُوَ يَتَكَلَّمْ كَأَنَّهُ يَنْظُرْ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَهَذَا أَحْسَنُ دَرَجَةِ الْإِسْلَامِ يُسَمَّ هَذِهِ دَرَجَةِ أو تُسَمَّ هَذِهِ دَرَجَةِ الْإِحْسَانِ The Muslim, may Allah make us all Muslims, يَخْوَانْ Who is the Muslim? He speaks in a manner that he's looking at Allah. And this is the highest level of one's Islam. This is called إِحْسَانِ عندما يعمل يعمل كأنه ينظر إلى الله وهذا أعلى مدرجة الإسلام. so when the Muslim does an action, he's doing it whatever it is, as if he's looking at Allah. and this is the highest level of one's worship, and this is called إحسان. وهو ليس كما قال الصوفية and it's not like the Sufiya they say. ماذا يقول الصوفية ماسي؟ what do the Sufiya say about إحسان? it's a level of what? what happens when you reach this level? Highest level, but describe what takes place according to the Sufiya. Like it's a higher level, better place than the prophets and messengers. What else? Oh, you can. You don't have to worship. No more worship. This position is false here, Juan, and is not allowed. But their position is false and is rejected. This position, you can reach a level while you're alive. In which you're higher than the prophets and messengers. You can be higher than Isa and Musa and Ibrahim and Muhammad and all of the angels of Allah while you're alive and you never have to worship Allah Ta'ala anymore. That's not correct, Yaqwan, and no example. Yaqulu Ta'ala fi Surah Isra, Wa'abud Rabbaka Hatta Yatiyaka Yaqeen. Al Ayah, Qal al Ulama, Al Yaqeenu Huna, Al Mout. Allah Ta'ala, He says in the Ayah, Worship your Lord until certainty comes to you. The scholars of Islam, they say, Certainty here is death. The Sufiya say certainty to us is this level. You say, no. What did Aisha say? What did Ali say? What did Abu Bakr say? What did the companions they say? That as al yaqinul maut, came call it Bukhari, that certainty here is death, as Bukhari mentions, other than Bukhari. Benefit number two from this verse. Benefit number two uh, from this hadith. Benefit number two of this hadith. لَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى عَلَى مَنْ ذَبَحَ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ فِيهِ الْوُجُوبِ أَوَ الْإِسْتِحْدَى فِيهِ الْوُجُوبِ فِي الذَّبَحِ أَنْ يَذْبَحَ الْعَبْدُ لِلَّهِ وَلَا لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ Benefit number two. The Messenger of Allah says, The curse of Allah is upon the one who slaughters other than Allah. This shows the obligation to slaughter to Allah. Wujubu adhabhi lillah. The obligation of slaughtering to Allah. The obligation of slaughtering to Allah. Ta'ib. Fama hukmu alaham. So what's the ruling of eating meat that has not been slaughtered by the name of Allah? Haram. And this is the most authentic of the two positions of the scholars. The first opinion is that if some meat comes to a Muslim from the Jews and Christians, and they are really Jews and Christians, then it's allowed to eat their meat. That's the first opinion. وَالْقَوْلُ الثَّانِي لَا يَكُونُوا عَلْجَوَاسِ إِلَّا إِذَا ذَبَحُوا هَذَا ذَبْحَا حَقًّا أي كَمَا أَمَرَهُمَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِي شَرِيعَتِهِمْ أَنْ يَذْبَحُوا Second opinion, this meat is not allowed 
unless they slaughtered it in a correct manner that Allah has commanded them to slaughter in their legislation. If a Christian or a Jew slaughters how Allah commanded them to slaughter, so if a Christian slaughters correctly, how Allah commanded him to slaughter, he says, in the name of Allah, or Bismillah, or in the name of God, and then they slaughter, and he gives this meat to a Muslim, the Muslim can eat this meat. The Muslim can eat this meat. So out of Thani, question number two, هل يجوز للمسلم أن يسأل المسلم آخر هل هذا اللحم ذبيحة؟ Is it allowed someone goes to a Muslim's house? He's invited. And before he eats the food, he says, يا أخي, may Allah bless you. Is this meat ذبيحة? Is that allowed to do? No. It's not allowed to ask? Some scholars say it's not. But the correct opinion is that it is allowed. Because there's no verse. Some scholars say it's not allowed. That you can't ask. If they give it to you, say Bismillah, eat. Some scholars say that. Some scholars say that. But the correct opinion is that there's nothing in the Quran and Sunnah to say that this question is haram. If I say it's haram, I need the lead. Where is the prohibition to ask? Yeah, my beloved brother, did you slaughter this meat and say Bismillah? If that's haram, where did Allah say that's haram? If that's haram, where did the Messenger say that's haram? It's not obligatory to do that. No. You can put your trust in Allah and have husnudhan. Some say it's not good manners. Some say that. Some say you can ask in a good way and make it from good manners. But some scholars do say, no, no, you can offend someone. You should not do that. But you can't say it's haram. If you say it's haram, where is the proof from the Quran and from the Sunnah? You can trust Allah and have good thoughts of your brother. And says, هَذَا Muslim, لَعَلَّهُ ذَبَحَ هَذَا اللَّحْمَ اِتِبَاعَتْ سُنَّةَ النَّبِي You can place your trust in Allah and say, I got good thoughts about my brother. Most likely, this is my brother. He slaughtered this meat correctly. Following the sunnah. You can do that. But you can't say it's haram to ask. If you have a good manner or it's a good way to say, for example, you can ask, Ya Akhi, may Allah bless you. Is it okay if I ask you a question? Yes, Ya Akhi, uh, I'm trying to eat only the halal. Is this meat, I don't want to offend. Is this meat, the biha? And he says, no, it's not the biha. And you have the right not to eat the meat. According to some scholars, it's haram to eat meat unless it's been slaughtered in the name of Allah. Is it allowed to do the research? Can we contact this uh, slaughterhouse and this slaughterhouse? Is it allowed that we contact this farm and this farm and ask them, can you tell us how you slaughter your meat? Yes. Is that allowed? The answer is yes. And that could be obligatory to do the research, to check and to verify. And sometimes that can be obligatory. If you can, if you can contact this farm and this farm and this company and this company, I say do so. This is your religion. Before you put something in your body, you're going to be held accountable. You're going to be held accountable. Everything we eat, we're going to be questioned about. Everything we drink, we're going to be questioned about. How we get our money, how we earn our money, we're going to be questioned about. Who we spend our money on, we're going to be questioned about. How we spend our money, we're going to be questioned. All of this is religion. Sometimes 
لأن هذا من إضاعة المال إضاعة المال Sometimes us ourselves we waste and we don't even realize it We're making wudu and we see the brother and the water is running We turn on the water the water is running Hey, assalamu ya shaykh How's everything? Alhamdulillah, how are the children? Oh, how's work? How's the family? MashaAllah ta'ala, how was your day? 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and the water is running and running and running and running. That's wasted water. We're going to be held accountable for that yawm al-qiyamah. Wasted water is wasted money. The Muslims pay for that money. Alhamdulillah, pay for that water. Somebody pays for that water. Even if it was free, it's still wasting the water. We're going to be held accountable for that يوم القيامة أحيانا في رمضان عندنا طعام من الله فضل من الله تعالى ثم نرمي بقية الطعام في الزبالة نسأل عن هذا يوم القيامة In Ramadan, we do this a lot, يا إخوان The Muslims, we do this a lot We fast in the daytime We see all that food We know we're not going to eat all that food, يا إخوان We're fasting our stomach shrinks when you fast. Your stomach becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. But you see all that food, mashallah, because you're, you're hungry. Now Ramadan, our stomach shrinks when we fast. We eat three dates. We're full already. Your stomach is small. Or we take a little piece of meat. I'm full, mashallah. Or we take some of the rice from the spoon. I'm full. So now we waste all this food. Nobody eats all that food, ya ikhwan. Nobody in, in Ramadan. No. And what do we do most of the time? We throw that food in the trash. And we do the same thing the next day. And then the next day. And then the next day. Nus'alu an hadha yawm al-qiyamah. We're going to be asked about this yawm al-qiyamah. All of this is from our religion, ya ikhwan. Ahyanan, anazurtu ba'd al-masajid, wa al-babu maftuh, wa la yakunu wahidun min al-muslimina fi thalika al-musalla, wa al-mukayyib yamshi, yamshi, wa kulu misbah maftuh, wa la yujadu wahidun fi thalika al-musalla, wa al-mukayyib yamshi, 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 wa al-misbah maftuh. Hada min idha'ati al-mal, idha'ati al-mal. I visited many masajid, for example. You go in there, all the lights are on. There's no one in the masjid. No one. Not a single person. The air conditioners are on. It feels real comfortable, mashallah. It's cold. feels nice. No one is in there. That can be from wasting money. The Muslims pay for the electricity, pay for the air conditioner, and it's just blowing and blowing and blowing. Some masajid, لا يأتي المسلم من المسلمين فيه إلا في يوم الجمعة. فكل أسبوع المسباح مفتوح والمكيف يمشي هذا من إضاعتي المال إضاعتي المال some masajid the Muslims don't come except on Jumu'ah you brothers are blessed here mashallah every salah you have almost at least 50 brothers هذا من نعمة الله تعالى على هذا مجتمع على هذا مجتمع that's a blessing from Allah upon this community كل صلاة في كل يوم وهذا من فضل الله تعالى علينا عليكم. Any صلاة you come to at this masjid, any day you wish, you're gonna find I guarantee you at least thirty brothers. Even our women, mashallah, يأتون للصلاة وصلاة في بيوتهن أولى لكن لا بس إذا هن يأتون إلى الصلاة في الجماعة الحمد لله. Even though praying in their houses is better. But even our women, Allahu Akbar, on the Sunnah, they come and pray in congregation. Even at the masjid here, you're going to find at least 20 women. Almost every salah. Not just Jumu'ah. And that's a blessing from Allah Ta'ala. Some masajid, and I like that, ya ikhwan. إِذَا نَأْتِي إِلَيْهِمْ أَيِّ صَلَاةٍ مَا فِي أَيُّ مَنْ مَا إِلَّا يَوْمَ الْجُمْعَةٍ لَا يُوجَدُ وَاحِدٌ مِنْهُمْ لَا يُوجَدُ وَاحِدٌ مِنْهُمْ Some communities, you go there, and you, if you go outside of Jumu'ah, you don't find no one there. No one. That's a blessing to be in a community that Allah has favored the Muslims there. That هم يصلون في الجماعة أحبهم الله تعالى في قلوبهم الصلاة في الجماعة 
that you find Muslims who come together and pray together. And more honorable than that, fi hadha al-masjid, mashallah ta'ala, hadha min Ifriqi, min Ifriqa, wa hadha min Sumaa, wa hadha min Misr, wa hadha min Afghan, wa hadha min Amerika, wa hadha min Al-Hind, wa hadha min Tunis, wa hadha min, mashallah ta'ala, yusalluna sawiyan amam Allah ta'ala, wa hadha ni'atun kabiratun min Allah ta'ala ala hadha al-mushtamah. Another benefit that sometimes we don't look at, in our community here, another blessing Allah has given us. This one is from Africa. This one is from Egypt. This one is from Somalia. This one is from Afghan. This one is from Pakistan. This one is from America. This one is from, this one is from, and they all pray together. MashaAllah. In jama'ah, and this one doesn't think he's better because he's Arab. And this one doesn't think he's better because he's African. And this one doesn't think he's better because he's Indian. No, they all come together and pray shoulder to shoulder and foot to foot. That's a blessing, Yaqwan. The ugly bit of God, Kulu Madin, or Kulu Baladin, Lahum Masjidun Hasun, Li Lonihim, Hada al Hasib. Usually what happens nowadays, every masjid has a, every country or city or state, every community has a masjid for the people who look like them. So the African-Americans have an African-American masjid. And the blacks have a black masjid. And the Africans have an African masjid. And then the Indians ha have an Indian masjid. And then the whites have a white masjid. وَهَذَا لَا يُسَلِّي فِي الثَّانِي وَهَذَا لَا يُسَلِّي فِي الثَّالِثِ لَا هَذَا يُسَلِّي مَعَ مَنْ يُشْبِهُهُ يُشْبِهُهُ لَوْنًا يُشْبِهُهُ لَوْنًا And this black man doesn't pray in no other masjid except for the ones who look like him. And that white man doesn't pray in any other masjid except for the people that look like him. And this African, likewise. And none of that's from Islam. None of that is from Islam. So this community here, everyone is from a different place. And their brothers and sisters, Allahu Akbar, that's a blessing, Ikhwan, upon you. So we have to preserve the lights of that blessing and Nakuna Ikhwatan, that we are brothers, Ikhwan, that we are brothers. Let's return back to the hadith. Al-Fayda to Tharida to Benefit number three Khatiru Amari Al-Bida'a Benefit number three The danger of the affair of innovation The danger of the affair of innovation Everything that's new in this religion, if it's new, it's rejected. If it's not from the religion, then it is rejected. It is rejected. Benefit number four. Benefit number four. Al-Islam Deenun Qadim. Deenun Qadim, benefit number four. Islam is an old religion. It's not a new religion. It's old, Yahwan. Intabihu al umur al jadida, al ayat al jadida, al hadith al jadida. Intabihu hayahwan. Beware of those new issues. Beware someone comes to you with a new verse. That's not in the Quran. No, I have a new, I have a new verse, ya I found it in another Quran. Beware, ya khwan. Ida yumkinukum ya khwan tafirru minhu ka'annaka tafirru min al-asad. If you can, run away from that person. Like you're running away from a lion. You ever seen? I never was chased by a lion, ya khwan. Lakin atasawwar. I can imagine. Ida al-asadu khalfi. Don't run away from the lion. 
سهولة لا تضرني إن شاء الله تعالى كل لحظة واحدة إن شاء الله تعالى I can only imagine if I'm running and a lion is chasing me not a dog a lion you can imagine I'm probably going to stop and just say oh lion please just kill me real quick easily <laughs> a lion I can only imagine I'm going to say Kuli a lion, Bismillah. I'm gonna say, lion, just eat me, yeah. Where are you gonna go from a lion? What tree you gonna climb? How fat? Where are you gonna go, yeah? I'm just gonna give up. Say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. Alhamdulillah. Run away from that person. Someone comes and hey, I got some new hadith, yeah. Not in Bukhari, not in Muslim, not in Tirmidhi, not in Imagine, not in Bayhaki, not in Nasai. Some new hadith. Firru minhu. Run away from him. If he has something new, no, Islam is a deen al qadim. Islam is an old religion. Qabla alfin wa arabamiyatin wa sit wa khamsatin wa arabain sanatan. Alhamdulillah. Islam is old. 1400 years ago, ya ikhwan, Islam is old. Wa in shitto and taqul. Al Islam bada ma adam. Wa hada sah. And if you wish, you can say Islam began with Adam. It didn't begin with Muhammad. It began with Adam. لأن المسلمين يظنون أن كل نبي والمرسل والرسل هم ماذا من المسلمين وهذا صحيح because the Muslims believe every prophet every messenger they were Muslims so it didn't start with Muhammad it ended with Muhammad عليه الصلاة والسلام someone comes with some new hadith yeah he got some new hadith from Google it's not in Bukhari not in Muslim some new hadith be aware of those narrations therefore طيب قال بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وفي سنن الإمام بن ماجه next حديث collected by الإمام ابن ماجه in his sunan من حديث حذيفة from the hadith of حذيفة بن يمان رضي الله تعالى عنه may Allah be pleased with him أن رجلا من المسلمين رأى في النوم that a man from the Muslims he saw in a dream a man who they mentions that mother a man from the Muslims he saw in his dream pay attention here who they mentions a man saw in a dream that he saw another man from the people of the book the man is dreaming and he ran across a Jew or a Christian in his dream. So the man said, What a blessed people you are. What a good people you are. Except that you worship Allah upon shirk. So he, the people said, uh, you say rather whatever Allah wills and whatever Muhammad wills. And, and then the man mentioned this dream to the Prophet. The Messenger of Allah said, By Allah, He said, Rather, I have more knowledge of it than you. Say whatever Allah wills, and then what Muhammad wills. Say whatever Allah wills, and then what Muhammad was. Hadha al-hadith sahih. This hadith is authentic. Wa'imda al-imam ibn Majah wa sahahahu al-albani fi sahihi sunan. Wa dhakarahu al-shaykh muqbil fi sahihi al-musnad. This hadith is collected by ibn Majah and deemed authentic by imam al-albani. And is collected by the shaykh of al-yaman, shaykh muqbil ibn Hadi al-wadi'i in his authentic collection of hadith. قال أن رجلا من المسلمين 
Ra'a finnum. A man from the Muslims saw in a dream. So Hudayfa is mentioning that a man from the Muslims mentioned the dream that he had. And in the dream, the man saw Rajulan min ahli kitab. He saw a man from the people of the book, the Jews and Christians. So the man said to the people of the book, What a good people you are. You are a good people. Except that you commit shirk with Allah. You commit polytheism with Allah. Taqulun, you say, you say, Allahu wa Masha'a Muhammad. You say what Allah wills and what Muhammad wills, making them the same. Pitting the Prophet equal to Allah. The shirk. The shirk. And then he mentioned this to the Prophet. So the man saw a dream that he saw a Christian or a Jewish man. And he said, you are a good people, except that you worship Allah upon shirk. You say what Allah wills and what Muhammad wills, pinning them together. That's shirk. That's shirk. So this was mentioned to the Messenger, alayhi salatu salam. فَقَالَ أَمَا وَاللَّهِ إِن كُنْتُ لَعَرِفُهَا لَكُمْ قُولُ The Prophet said, By Allah, if I had knowledge of this from you, meaning, if you were the ones who said that, قُولُ Rather say, مَا شَاءَ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ شَاءَ Muhammad. Say what Allah wills, and then what Muhammad wills. You can't make them equal. And the shirk, a shirku al musawatu ma Allah lighirillah. A shirk is to make equal Allah to something else. Thumma shaa Muhammad. But rather say what Allah wills, and then what Muhammad wills. Sometimes we make shirk with Allah, and we don't even know. The man says, by my mother, I never did that. That's shirk. I swear on my mother's grave, that's shirk. I swear on my father, that's shirk. If the servant is going to swear, he has to swear by Allah or be quiet. Swear by Allah or be quiet. نريد المرأة جميلة وأحيانا هذا خطير <laughs> Sometimes طيب The man he wants to marry the most beautiful of the women The one that's like the sun in the sky Like the moon She's like a star MashaAllah But sometimes that can be dangerous وأحيانا من جمالها هي يقع على عبد في الشرك because the woman is so beautiful, so mesmerizing, that what happens, twin, sometimes he loves her more than he loves Allah. From her beauty. Sometimes he loves her equal to how he loves Allah. And that's both of that is shirk. Shirkun fil muhabba. It's committing shirk with Allah in love. Alayna an Allah wa la Allah Allah. We have to love Allah. Naam. And we can't love other than Allah the same way we love Allah. That's shirk. And we have to love Allah. Yes. And we can't love other than Allah more than we love Allah. Sometimes the women, you to hibna azoj. Sometimes the women, they love their husbands more than they love Allah. And this is shirk. Sometimes we love money more than we love Allah. And this is shirk. Sometimes we love this worldly life more than we love Allah.
أحيانا لا نستلقي لا يستيقظ العبد إلا ليذهب لعمله ليس ليصلي لا إذا ليس عليه أن يذهب إلى إلى العمل لا يستيقظ and sometimes the Muslim he doesn't wake up except to go to work if he didn't have to work that day he would sleep the whole day he doesn't wake up to pray no he wakes up to go to work sometimes we put things in front of how we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala أحيان المرأة إذا يأمرها ربها بشيء لا تبالي لكن إذا يأمرها زوج ما شاء الله تعالى Sometimes the women, Allah commands her with something, she doesn't really care. The husband commands her with it, now she does it. That's dangerous, ya shirk. We have to love Allah, but we can't love other than Allah the same way we love Allah or more than we love Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, kilahuma shirk. Both of them are shirk. Do we show love by like worshiping? It could be from worship. It could be from something, ya khwan. Saying something that Allah made halal, someone else tells you to say is haram, you say is haram, you could be putting their command over Allah's. It can also be in worship. Allah tells you to do something, you don't do it. Someone else tells you to do it, now you do it. Are you doing it because this person told you or because Allah commanded you? Sometimes we fall into shirk and we don't even realize it. Yeah, so this is why we have to take time to learn our religion. Even if it's one hour, even if it's a half an hour, even if it's one word, one word. Even if it's one verse Even if it's one hadith We have to learn our religion To the best of our abilities To the best of our abilities Let's stop at this last hadith Five minutes left قَالُوا فِي مُسْنَدِ الْإِمَامِ أَحْمَدِ مِنْ حَدِيثِ بِنْ Anhuma and in the hadith of Al Imam Ahmed and his Musnad narrated by Abdullah bin Abbas may Allah be pleased with both of them he said a man came to the Prophet may the peace and salutation of Allah be upon him and he mentioned some speech to him so the man said, What Allah wills and you will, O Muhammad. Whatever Allah wills and whatever you will. The Prophet said to the man, You made a rival with Allah with me. You made me a rival with Allah. The man said, whatever Allah wills, and you will, Muhammad. The Prophet said, You made a rival, you made me a rival, a contender, an equal with Allah. Masha'Allah Rather say, whatever Allah wills, alone. Whatever Allah wills, alone. This hadith is sahih. This hadith is authentic. It's collected by Imam Ahmed his Musnad and is now read by Ibn Abbas. So the Prophet of Allah used to call the people to Tawheed. So we have to follow him in this regard. We have to teach our women and especially our children at Tawheed. نعلم أولادنا الكذبة ولا نعلمهم الصدق ولا نعلم ذلك. Sometimes, a lot of times, we teach our children how to lie, and we don't teach them truthfulness, and we don't even see it. Eh, ما شاء الله وحده. But rather say what Allah wills alone. 
Sometimes we teach our children how to lie. And we don't even realize it. When is this? Mother <coughs> We in the house and we want to rest. We want to relax. Someone calls the phone. But right now you don't feel like talking. You don't want to talk. They say, oh, Abi. And you say, son, who is that? And they say, it's for you, Abi. And you say, And you say, hey, tell him Abi is not here. We do that a lot. We're right there. You say, hey, who's that? Oh, tell him Abby's not here, Yachi. And he says, hey, my Abby just told me to tell you. Call the Abby. I know they said, Mojou, then. Abby just told me to tell you he's not there. And sometimes we see, we don't realize it, we're teaching our children how to lie. And we're not teaching them to be truthful. Sometimes we teach our children, Naf alushayna mamahum. And sometimes we do in front of our children the opposite of what we say. But we teach them what we say, but they see us. We say to our children, Hey, alayka bi salah. We say, Hey, you have to pray, Akhi. Go to the masjid, go pray. And most of us don't pray. We say, Abi, answer to Ali Muni Bishay. He says, Abby, you teach me some things, you don't do it. Sometimes we're teaching our children how to lie. We te- we're not teaching them to eat. We should teach them the oneness of Allah. Even sometimes the wives, the children walk out of your shade, they do something wrong, and we say, Sometimes the women, they do this also. The child is not listening. She says, hey, wait till I call your father. I'm going to call Abby. So we frighten them with Abby. And we should frighten them with Allah. We're teaching the children, be afraid of Ummi, be afraid of Abby. What about Allah? Why not teach them? Allah Ta'ala yandhuru ilayk. Allah is watching you. You can lie to Ummi. You can lie to Abby. Allah Ta'ala yandhuru ilayk. Allah is looking at you. Allah Ta'ala yasma ilayk. Allah hears every word you say. You can lie to Allah. You can lie to Ummi. You can lie to Abi. But Allah Ta'ala, Ali, Basir, Samir. But Allah is the all knower. Allah is the all seer. Allah is the all hearer. You can't lie to Allah. So we have to teach our children. Frighten them with Allah. Frighten them with Allah. Yaqulu Ta'ala, as Allah Ta'ala says, and your Lord frightens you from himself. He frightens you from his wrath, from his punishment, from his anger. And this is how we should do, ya ikhwan. Don't frighten the children with Ummi and Abi. Let's frighten them with Allah. Teach them to heed. We'll stop there, ya ikhwan. Man yurid an yu'addina layla. Who wants to call the tonight? Sheikh. May Allah bless you all, ya ikhwan. Allah. Thank you.